everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. In 2014, Testimony had the great joy of interviewing former mob king and capo of the Colombo crime family, Michael Franzese, son of underboss Sonny Franzese, who recently made history as the oldest living inmate to be released from federal prison at age 100, having served time for choosing a life of crime, contrary to his son Michael, who chose otherwise and courageously so, as recounted in his riveting memoir of 2003, Blood Covenant. He quit the mob and lived, and later in the 2014 docudrama, God the Father, recounting the same. From a life of crime to new life in Christ, from a testimony for the courts to a testimony for the kingdom, and now perhaps in his greatest role to date, the once called, quote, Prince of the Mafia, brings it to the big screen as the streetwise and beloved Pastor Vinny in the just released Let There Be Light. Executive producer Sean Hannity, director and actor Kevin Sorbo with wife, actress and screenwriter Sam Sorbo, who also star in what Reverend Franklin Graham is calling, and I quote in part, one of the most compelling presentations of the gospel that I have seen in film. Quote, powerful, quote, a must-see. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to Testimony to share this and more. Producer, author, motivational speaker, founder of Michael Franzesi Ministries, the mob king who met the king of kings, Michael Franzese. Michael, welcome back to Testimony. Well, thank you, and what a what a great introduction for you. I'm almost blushing over it, but thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, you have done all of this, sir, and exceedingly more, and listeners will be able to learn more how to contact you and invite you to speak, which you do all over the country and worldwide today. But for the purposes of our time here today, let there be light, the movie. First question, how and why... Did you decide to take on the role of Pastor Vinny, which, by the way, you brilliantly portray, truly authentic? Can you explain? Well, I got to tell you, never in a million years did I ever expect to be acting in a film. I mean, I, I've done a bunch of documentaries, but I'm always myself, you know, in the documentary. But Dan Gordon, uh, who is uh, one of the screenwriters, along with Sam Sorbo, is a good friend of mine. He called me up. And he said, Michael, I'm going to send you a script. I'd like you to read it. So he sent it to me, and I'd read it. And uh, he called me again, and I said, Dan, this is a brilliant script. You know how I am into uh, apologetics. I'm uh, very strong in defending my faith, not only to, to others, but to myself. And he said, well, what did you think of Pastor Vinny? I said, well, you, you know, that's my life. I said, you, you kind of wrote my life into the movie. He said, great. He said, I'm glad you see it that way. I'd like you to play the role. And I said, Dan, I'm not an actor. I can't do that. I said, you know, I do documentaries, but on myself. And, you know, long story short, you know, I went to my wife. And, uh, I, you know, you got to understand my wife, Camille. 
over the past 32 years that we're married, every time I go to her and ask her about something, her normal reaction is, no, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> and then I have to kind of talk her into it. So I, I go to her and I said, you're never going to believe this. Dan wants me to play this role in the film. And, uh, you know, I said, it's crazy. And she looks at me and she said, I think you should do that. <laughs> First time in 32 years that she said yes. So I said, why not? I'll, I'll give it a shot. And you know what? It's, it's such a, a great story. It was so brilliantly written. You know, I really like Kevin. Um, I love the work that he did in God's Not Dead. And so I've been a fan of his. Sam is a wonderful person. So I decided to do it and uh, tell him, hopefully I'm not going to ruin your film now. This is a first-time deal for me. But, you know, I was practically playing myself. I love the dialogue. So hopefully it turns out well. Well, you did a fantastic job. So here's a fun question. What was it like playing opposite Hercules, Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> you seem so natural and confident in your role. One could say you stole the scene, did you? Well, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you know, I, I was so impressed <laughs> with Kevin. He made me feel comfortable. He said, Mike, you know, don't worry about it. It's like riding a bike. He said, you know, you've done documentaries. You can, you can shift into this role easily. And uh, I said, well, I have to change a little bit of the dialogue so I speak a little bit more naturally. He, he said, that's okay, no problem. And, uh, you know, it was just great. I mean, playing opposite him was great. He's a professional and, uh, like I said, made me feel very comfortable. And I'll tell you another thing. I watched Kevin on the set, and he was just so courteous to people. I mean, he was great. And so was Sam. I mean, the whole set was just very uplifting. Dion Warwick, it's funny, um, but I know Dion a long time, and she didn't remember me probably, but the night of my uh, senior prom, 1969, she was playing in the Copacabana, and my dad at that time, you know, we used to go there quite often, so I said, Dad, I need you to do me a favor. I said, there's 35 of us uh, on my, uh, you know, friends list that want a, a night out at the Copa after my prom, so Dad made all the arrangements Dion was singing we had a wonderful time so I reminded her of that she really got a kick out of that she enjoyed it that's fantastic well a little more serious now it was Halloween when you made a blood covenant with the dark side as you recount in your book and your movie to become what the mob called a quote made man since your conversion to Christ Michael how easy or difficult has it been for you to make that transition from darkness to light and how does let there be light the movie coincide with your own life well you know that's that's a great question and you know as we know halloween night um is coming up next tuesday and it will be 42 years ago this this coming tuesday that i took that oath and, and became a made member and you know i always realized that on halloween it's something that uh, that comes to mind obviously and i am so grateful to the lord for really rescuing me and uh, you know i consider myself now to be remade remade in the body of christ and this movie did coincide somewhat with my story because you know it was very difficult to make the transition i mean i spent 20 years as part of that life that was my mindset it's who i was i was a mob guy and it was very hard. It didn't happen overnight. But you know what I found? The, the more you enter into this relationship with Jesus, the more you become accountable to him, the more you surround yourself with godly people, the easier it becomes to make that transition. And that's what it took for me. It took a relationship with the Lord. And in this movie, it, it's what happens to, uh, to Saul, you know, the Kevin Sorbo character. You know, he, he has an experience and something touched him. He saw, I don't want to give it away, but 
it, it just it got into his heart and soul and his mind, and I think the Lord just started to work on him. And over a period of time, he was able to make that transition. Now, obviously, we're doing it in 90 minutes in a movie, but I believe in real life, that experience that Saul had, um, Christ would have continued to work on him and work on his soul, and as a result, he became a believer. Amen and amen. Now, I had the joy of uh, also interviewing Kevin and Sam Sorbo. Your sharing now puts the icing on the cake, as it were, and brings it home in a completely different way, as you have just alluded to. That being said, Michael, what do you say, if I may, to your father, who may be listening at age 100, and all those you love care for, have been praying for, and are hoping for? Well, I'll tell you, um, I am going to hopefully have a special screening for my father. You know, very sad. My dad is in the hospital now. Uh, Last week, he took a a fall while in the hospital and broke his hip. He had immediate surgery. And, you know, it's it's really so sad to see him in the condition that he's in at 100 years old and, and to think of how, you know, his life took such a terrible turn and it hurts me because I love my dad I have been ministering to him you know he has or will accept the Lord I I think he might have I can't really tell but I know he will I know God is faithful my prayers will be answered and the prayers of thousands of people that I have uh, praying for him you know in the last several years you know this is a movie that I think will even inspire my dad because uh, you know he's had situations in his life um, where he lost people dear to him and I, I believe this will be a, a strong encouragement for him. Anybody that's, that's had struggles throughout their life, they need to know how God can work in their lives. And this film is, is highly entertaining. It's got a great message and not a preachy message at all. This is a film for everybody. You know, I'm, I'm very into outreach. I bring more people into a room because they want to see a mob story or they want to hear a mob story and then they hear about the Lord. And that's kind of what this movie is about. So, you know, if I were talking to my dad, I'd say, Dad, watch this and know that uh, the way the Lord worked in my life, he can work in yours and everybody else. Amen and amen. Thank you for sharing that, Michael. And we will be adding our prayers with yours for your father. I'm reminded of that scripture that says, they and all of their household will be saved. You've been praying for your father. You've been an example and a witness. You've been consistent. You haven't just talked about Christ. You've lived Christ. Last question. If there was one overarching theme in Let There Be Light, what is that theme for you and why? When God has a design on us, and he does obviously on all of us, you know, something will occur in our life and he will get our attention. Because, you know, there's a very telling passage in the Bible where Jesus was once asked, Uh, Lord, what is your mission here on earth? And his response is so telling. His response was this, not to lose one soul for my Father. And what I believe with all my heart is that anyone who knows the name of Jesus, they might be resistant to him for their whole lives. It might be a deathbed experience, but I believe the Lord is going to do something or have some incident or some person in our life have such an impact on us that it will lead us ultimately uh, to, uh, to accepting him and for asking for forgiveness. And that's kind of the overall theme of this movie. Even though there was a person there that was so far away from God's grace, he was so angry with God, you know, leading uh, himself into a life of destruction, 
God got his attention, you know, in such a way that uh, he came to the Lord. And I think people need to understand that, you know, no matter how far away you are from God's grace, no matter how sinful a life you might have been, no matter how angry you are with God, he doesn't get mad at us, he doesn't resent that. He's always trying to get our attention. And that's what happened with Saul in this movie. Uh, that's what happened with me. I know it'll happen with my father. Uh, it's why I agreed to be part of this movie, because people need to understand, no matter who you are, where you are, uh, God is going to reach out to you, and you have an opportunity to be with him. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Michael Franzese, former mob king and capo of the Colombo crime family, now serving the King of Kings, founder of Michael Franzese Ministries, best-selling author, producer, filmmaker, motivational speaker, and now actor in his latest must-see, Let There Be Light. Michael, it has been an absolute joy having you share just a little of your own story and the story of the just-released Let There Be Light, a beautiful film that takes the audience through great loss, yet gives us all great hope. I'm reminded of the scripture, life is but a vapor, James 4.14, and that tomorrow is promised to no one. Yet thankfully for you, there was a tomorrow on screen and off. You share that hope and powerfully so. And for those who want to get in touch with you directly, ladies and gentlemen, michaelfranziesministries.com and get your tickets now at Let There Be Light, the movie.com. In theaters today, you will be blessed. You did. Michael, we thank you and God bless you. Thank you very much for having me. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.